prologue. It still comes rushing back to me, all of it. Walking down the aisle of a grocery store, or just sitting on my couch watching TV, and bam, I see one of them lying there mangled on the floor, savagely ripped apart, with their dry, opaque eyes half open, staring at me, staring right through me. One by one, they invite themselves back into my mind, day after day after day, and make me relive it all. I remember. I remember everything. When I fall asleep, I can still make out all of the tiniest nuances in my dreams, and when I wake up, although it's been several years, it still feels like it all just happened yesterday. It was the most monstrous, the most macabre murder case, murder cases ever in those parts, and comparable maybe only to the Ed Gein case from the 50s or the Billy Dombala case from back in the late 80s. It was truly horrific and ghastly. There's just no other way to describe everything that happened in that innocent community and everything that these eyes have seen. Just thinking about the things I've witnessed, I've seen things that can make a man question the very existence of God. Until then, being cop was simple in that quiet little Michigan town. But it was the details, the gruesome, bloody details, that somehow dripped through the cracks, as they do, and into the good people's ears that began to transform that sleepy little speck on the map called Walkerville into a place that no one would ever be able to look at again and call quaint. Things were so different back then. It was just a simple little logging community, a couple hours north of Grand Rapids and just east of Lake Michigan. With only about 250 residents, it was a sweet little town. In fact, as of 1908, it was officially a sweet little village. The kind that rolled up its sidewalks at dusk, but only after they've had a good sweeping, of course. All that changed, though, once the chaos started. Everyone got scared, real scared. And then the accusations started. That's when all hell broke loose. It wasn't just the murders. It was also the uncertainty that got into the heads of those folks and changed Walkerville forever. For the first time in their lives, everyone really started to step back and take a good hard look at one another. Folks formulated scenarios in their minds and started imagining that what was happening was by the hands of someone they'd known all of their lives. Could it be one of our neighbors? An old lover or even a close friend? It was a goddamn modern-day Salem witch trial right there in Walkerville, and no one was immune. You would think that in this day and age, there would be more civility in a time of crisis, but they sure proved the idea of mob mentality. Yeah, being a cop before all that was easy. Hell, back then the most action the officers in the village ever saw were some domestic disturbances or the occasional scuffle down at Seth's place. In fact, it was at Seth's place that all this started. I remember. It was an unusually cold mid-October night. 